Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 223. This podcast is brought to you by Don the Beachcomber. Enjoy classic dining and cocktails in a tropical, exotic setting. Brought to you by 23 Restaurants Group. Coming soon to Madera Beach, Florida. The legend returns. This podcast is sponsored by Frogtown Brewery, an independent craft brewery and tap room located in Northeast Los Angeles along the LA River. Stop in and enjoy one of their excellent beers from their ever-changing diverse menu. Tell them that Inside the Desert Oasis Room sent you and get your first pint on us. Limitations apply. For more information, go to frogtownbrewery.com and follow them on social media at Frogtown Brewery. Today we chat with Jeremy Floyd and Alex Lamb. Jeremy is the voice, producer, and historian behind Distinguished Spirits, a channel that deep dives into classic and obscure cocktails. And Alex is the co-director of The Dawn of Tiki, a documentary about the godfather of tiki, Ernest Gant, a.k.a. Don the Beachcomber. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you'd like to follow our adventures, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash polynesianpop, where we chronicle events, bars, travel spots, cocktail tutorials, and more. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash polynesianpop where membership grants you early access to podcasts and videos, front-of-the-line privileges to new merch releases, as well as exclusive content, meetups, and screen credits. All righty, let's get into this. Make yourself a cocktail and join us inside the Desert Oasis Room. And give it up for my friends Jeremy Floyd and Alex Lamb. <laughs> this zombie day this, drinking this old-fashioned zombie is really delicious by oh, the way thank you so much and alex's green grapefruits these aren't from me fantastic i don't bring them i'll no. see this spins because here let me hold this oh, yeah. go ahead oh look at that because it's motorized oh i see that was teamwork right here yeah all right Juicing oranges for anyone wondering what's going on. What the hell is that sound? <laughs> These are the exciting things we cover yeah. on Inside the Desert Oasis Room. Now let me just put so, my finger right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it. Right. Love it. Okay. Love it. All right. So for our listeners out there, you know, you clicked on the title, our friends Alex Lamb and Jeremy Floyd of Distinguished Spirits. If you are not following Jeremy, check him out on YouTube at Distinguished Spirits, and I know you're already following Alex because Alex has been on the show quite a number of times and he is one of the directors for The Dawn of Tiki, which is just about ready, right? Yeah, I mean, Ish. like we've, we've already had 
a couple of test screenings. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about that. I know you guys are wondering when that's going to be coming out, but like I said, I already <laughs> had a couple of test screenings. So coming to a theater near you. Hopefully. Yeah, Hopefully. we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> What, it's coming what can somewhere. We, what coming can we somewhere. say about it right now for the people that are curious? Can we say that you guys are shopping a? And what can we say for the people who are yelling at the, yeah. you know, their car stereo right now? Like, where the fuck is this movie? Right. <laughs> are are we <laughs> cursing on this show, or you what can, are we doing? Yeah. Okay. We're all adults. Our, this this show is marked explicit on iTunes, uh -huh. so that I don't have to worry about yeah. any of that. Dick <laughs> Oh, I haven't gotten any dick pics yet, yeah. by the way, other than from you. On, on an audio format, Sorry. it's hard to get a dick pic, yeah. Uh, no, the movie is ready. We're, we're sh we're, we've sent it out to a number of festivals, so we're hoping to do the festival circuit next year and That's get, it, exciting. get it sold and distributed That's somewhere. exciting. Yeah, yeah. So, so there you go, party people. It will be coming soon. And in the meantime, Jeremy actually cut a really nice promo for it. <laughs> on his channel at Distinguished Spirits. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just loaded the promo yeah. that Alex made. Alex made a, uh, a uh, teaser video, and it's on my channel as well, so oh, Polynesian really? Pop Channel, so uh, on YouTube. Check those out if you guys want to see what this movie's going to be like. This guy, I swear, every time I watch this fucking movie, I cry. Yeah. And I look at Alex and I curse you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what are you making me look like this? <laughs> but, you know. I was cutting onions. This, this, the first test screening was at Tiki and Waikiki. And I got so emotional for a number of reasons, right? The, the biggest thing that really kicked it off was Alex texted me a photo of the logo, the Don Tiki logo on the big screen. Mm. And it just like, hit me. I just thought like, yeah. oh my God, like I was just so proud that this thing was on the big screen right. that it just hit me. It was just kind of like seeing my kid graduate. Yeah. You know? and, <laughs> so and then I yeah. go to the movie. Little and Alex has grown up. Right, right. Yeah. Little Alex has grown up. All Look at him. Look what he did. All grows up. <laughs> I go to the movie and I'm enjoying the movie and then like I get a surprise credit on there. So yeah. he puts me a, and then I see your credit on there yeah. and then I'm thinking like, oh my God, like this is really happening. And then the way that the movie ends, spoiler alert, Don dies. What? Hold on. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So uh, Don dies. So of course, like as a Tiki guy, I'm affected by that. But the way that Alex tells the story right through the editing, or, or did you edit that part? Uh, well, we long story. I mean, I, I kind of started it, and we were we were talking about it. Uh, but that but ending what, sequence. The part I, I was really on board for, they didn't have. Oh, hold on a second. I don't think we're spoiling who's at the end there, right? Yeah, I mean, I think we'll probably the if we'll we we'll, don't have to talk about how we, it ends. Yeah. Don dies. Let's just say that Don okay. dies, yeah. right? We're not we're not spoiling yeah. anything with that. But the well, truth is well, that that in combination of just me being so proud and excited mm -hmm. for these guys, I was thinking like, how am I going to do this Q and A? I'm supposed to host this <laughs> Q and A. I'm thinking, how am I going to do this Q and A? Yeah, I'm going to crack. I'm going to crack. I'm going to crack. And I thought. Serenity now. Yeah. <laughs> Serenity now. And I go down there and I fucking crack. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right on stage for everybody. Yeah, well, it is, I mean, it's, um, you know, you guys made such a 
you know, wonderful and emotional film, and like surprisingly emotional for for something that's like such a fun roller coaster ride for the, for most of it. Um, and you know, it's funny because part of when when we were first working on it, when I, when I was involved the most, um, you know, there was uh, kind of an emotional ending to it that was slightly different. Yeah. And um, but I think it was hitting the note we we wanted to get to but maybe the specifics weren't where where we ended up putting it uh or, or where it is now um but you know the the emotional tenor is there and, and i think it's it's one of those things that like like i was kind of alluded to in a second ago it's like because you're going on such an emotion or emotional roller coaster and it's like it's so much fun and there's all the like animation there's all the like you know the two different styles of animation uh the music and everything else it's so fun and it's so like wacky and zany or whatever because the rug is pulled out from you uh, underneath you like so hard at the end there like it also lends to how emotional you get because it's like wait i didn't see that coming what the hell right yeah yeah and so it, it, it's a little bit of that i kind of knew it was coming because alex had said <laughs> something to me about when alex was and editing you've seen, you've and seen other would, cuts and we yeah. talk on the phone and he yeah. would say like it's just so sad he's like it's so sad you know, and I'm like, well, you're editing it. Like, what do you mean by it? it's, it's, it's as though well, it was... As, like, I mean, and this is, like, kind of an inside baseball thing, but as, like, an editor, that is something where you're the very, very, very first audience. And if you're not having that sort of reaction to it, it's not going to be there uh, at the end of the day. And I, I, think, I think that's part of it, too. It's like, you know, yeah. even though he was on the inside of it and, you know, filming the interviews, you know, thinking about it, you know, Doing the paper cuts, doing all these different. This is, sorry, this is all like jargon, okay. but um, even though he was doing every sort of step of the way, I think you know because uh, it it was able to affect you, you kind of are aware like okay, we're on the right track here, you know, because that's the other thing you, you you're never sure right, as you're yeah, doing it. Right. And I, we should for all the listeners, Jeremy and I co-edited this movie, um, so. And we're going to talk more in depth about this. We have another podcast that we're going to be recording a series of episodes regarding the film. Right. So you guys will get more in depth. We can get more into spoilers. And yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, a, so before before we right give now. away yeah. too much, let's 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 leave it at that for now, so that our listeners can look that up. We will give all that information to you on our social media pages. So stay tuned for that. But uh, I'm excited to talk to these guys about it because. There's so much behind-the-scenes stuff that I don't even know what I'm allowed to talk about. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so you know, I'm going to take their lead on that. But uh, the, you guys will get that. This whole section might just be a, a big beep. Yeah, you'll, you guys, <laughs> you'll get that soon. You'll get that soon. But, you know, the, the thing is that what I'm excited about right now is having Jeremy on the show because he's got this channel on YouTube, Distinguished Spirits, which I've been a subscriber of for years. Oh, thank you. And... I never thought that I would actually meet you, right? Like a lot of these channels I follow on YouTube, they're just, they're, they're people that are unreachable to me because they're somebody that I watch on my screen, right? Another yeah. video personality. And I, I remember seeing this little teaser that you cut for Alex and Max, uh -huh. and I thought, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I've been and, following him for years, but who the fuck is he? Who the fuck? <laughs> and then I learned from Alex that you guys are old buddies. Yeah, you guys yeah. went to 
film school together, or how do you guys know? Yeah, each we other? went to Chapman together. Yeah. Okay. How, how did we meet? I, don't I think we met that. through Max. You and Max played soccer together. Right. Well, and and I, I worked with Max for a while. I mean, and we did. Some, I did some. I worked a day on the Nintendo movie that you yeah. did. Yeah. Nintendo did a movie short was my film. senior thesis. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, but did I know you before that? I I don't think so. Right. No, okay. I don't think so. So it was through Max then, yeah. And what's crazy is the Distinguished Spirits thing. Like, I also had followed Distinguished Spirits. <laughs> I had no idea it was Jeremy. <laughs> oh, there you go. And, and, and like, I know Jeremy's voice, but, like, when he does Distinguished Spirits, you know, right. you don't, if you right. haven't seen it, you don't see him. Well, so. It's just his voice, and, he, and you're kind of doing a, a voice in it. Like, like a, voice, yeah. yeah. I will say, you kind of look like what I've, Pictured you, <laughs> you know. Okay. You know, usually when you're like listening yeah, to radio yeah. DJ, yeah. you're like, oh, they don't look anything yeah, like yeah. what I they sound, but you kind of do. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you know, so now that you're here, I have all these questions for you about your channel. Sure. So, number one is not a question; it's a statement. Like Alex mentioned that you don't see your face on there, mm -hmm. which is people don't see it right now on the podcast either. Yeah. I think that's a genius move. <laughs> Because he's ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would crack the lens, yeah. the whole thing. Well, no, Jeremy's a very attractive man. Face for man. radio. He's got a great face. Yeah, only, a, only a mother would love. Only a mother, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, if I could start all over again with my YouTube channel, no face. No face. I mean, the, the face actually probably helps with the algorithm or whatever. I, you know, I, I think... The face or no face? Face, yeah. You think it does? Oh, totally, yeah. I mean, all... Um, Social media personalities, uh, I think, for the audience, it becomes a parasocial relationship where it's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my friend Adrian and watch his channel. And like, because it's so casual, because we're in your home, because we're sure. seeing you, uh, there's a sense that, hey, I know this guy, right? And I, I have a, like, um, I have a relationship with him already because I've I've been invited into his house and into a, into the desert oasis so many times, right? And I that part of it like really kind of helps uh, fuel uh, traffic or whatever on on the YouTube side of things. Um, and just through experience and whatever else, it, it is sort of just the opposite when you when you do uh, hands and pans uh, as it's, as it's called in the industry of like just kind of showing what the in, steps are in the drink and everything. Um, getting started, when I was starting it, like uh, perhaps this is kind of where you were going with, with your, uh, with talking about how you don't see me on there. Um, part of it was I kind of wanted to put it from the point of view of the bartender, right? So the home mm -hmm. bartender, you know, you're making it at home, you're just seeing what you would kind of see essentially your hands and like okay cut the thing like this you pour it and you measure it and you pour it in there stir it and put it over here and um then it also enabled me to just you know re record the voiceover later i didn't have to be on camera and have everything that i wanted to say rocking and rolling um so as like a just as a production thing it, it became kind of easier that way but also just as a point of view thing on on there it like um it's uh not left up to your imagination as to like what you would be seeing mm -hmm. when you're trying to do this at home yourself 
And, you know, originally, like I was messing with the channel just to like kind of, because I've, I've worked in the sort of online and, uh, you know, YouTube digital creator space for a long time uh, on, on the sort of back end. And then um, I was kind of doing the channel based on, you know, a couple people like encouraging me to do it, but then also just because I kind of wanted to get a sense of what it was like to actually, you know, put something up out there. And so it was like a practical thing to, to kind of <laughs> do, it, do it that way. And then it was also like kind of a, a, a philosophy almost of like, you was, know, was there, putting the audience in the, in the point of view. Okay. So was there a creative outlet that needed to be expressed? Or was it really yeah. more like a... Oh, there was. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I, you know, it's like, you know, uh, had, had a very dry sort of day job uh, through most of the channel there. And like, it was something where it's like, okay, I'll be able to express certain uh, thing, especially later on in the show. Because like, when it first started, it was just like, this ingredient, this ingredient, this ingredient. There you go. And then, you know, part of the thing that you know, attracted me to cocktails and the, the whole lore right, and all right. these things behind it was like, you know, just hearing these stories and like reading Dave Wondrich's books and right. uh, Jeff Barry's books um, and kind of the, uh, all the crazy stories and the lore behind things. Like, you know, how, how did this thing become right. a, a household name? Even though people don't necessarily know how it was made, uh, you know, or, or what's in it. Like, you know, people have heard of a margarita. People have heard of, a martini, people have heard of Man Manhattan, old fashioned, something like that. Even though they don't necessarily know how to make it, daiquiri, you know, you name it, right? There's a handful of drinks that are just like extremely famous that everyone just has in their back of their mind, but not necessarily sort of where they came from, or whatever else. And, and kind of exploring some of that was interesting. And then it also led to an outlet of being able to like right, tell right. certain stories. Right. So why I was also leaning towards saying the no face thing, mm -hmm. right? Another guy that I watch religiously is DJ Vlad. Do you know who that <laughs> yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's a, he interviews people from the hip-hop culture, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And same thing, no face, right? Okay. And everybody he has on his show are very big names. Yeah. And the focus is really on the guest now, or the subject, yeah. right? Which... I, I remember him from way back in the day, but I, does he... Do it as a video podcast type of thing. Yeah, and, he just so he just does video. He just the, does like, interviews, artists, but we're not seeing him. Exactly. Oh, you okay. hear him asking yeah. the questions, yeah. but he is uh, just interviewing artists, actors. Is he doing musicians. like a Daft Punk and like see a thing where he's wearing a mask, or is he? No, just no, not you there? don't even see him. You just have the camera focused <laughs> like on the Dr. guest, Claw. <laughs> which really is just focused on the subject. And that's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hand. <laughs> and when I when I look at his format, like I I, I followed that format when I was I, I did a symposium about the tiki tea yeah. for Exoticon this year, and I followed that format when I interviewed the Buens for that, mm -hmm. and. I just liked it a lot better, and I thought like this really focuses on my subject, right? And your subject is the cocktail, right? You, mm -hmm. you tell the history of the cocktail, which is very well done, by the way, very well researched. Oh, thank you. And you know, and I thought like, yeah, you know, like 
the subject isn't me. Like I, you know, when I when I do my podcast, what I'm trying to do is feature my guests. So like if you look at every one of my cocktail videos, you won't see me behind the bar. It's always my guest that's behind the bar mm, because I'm featuring okay. either a bartender or I'm featuring like you, a YouTuber or somebody mm. that is the expert. I'm not the expert, right? So like, and I don't pretend to be the expert. So, <laughs> so, um, and I thought, yeah, like there should, there should be less of my face in there. But then also I do these in the field vlogs and there's no way around that, I think. Like, I think I, I need to be in those, you know, especially because my objective for that really is to kind of leave a record of, this is going to sound pompous, but a record of my life, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's I was for, laughing, anticipating what you're going to say, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for future, yeah. it's for future generations of okay. my family because as someone who doesn't know anything past my grandfather, uh, you know, I don't know even my, yep. my grandfather's father's name or mm -hmm. let alone what he looks like. There's no f records of anything, you know, like how great it would be if there was a video of him seeing what his life was like yeah. in the Philippines and yeah. seeing who he hung out with and what his house looked like and the car he drove and all that kind of stuff. And so like to me, it's like, OK, well, I can make up for that with my my descendants. Right. Mm -hmm. They'll get to go back and say, like, hey, do you want to see a video of my 10th great grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> he was a Filipino immigrant living in the United States. He spoke English and these are his, that's like walking into a time machine yeah, to me, yeah, right? Totally. So that's why that's really my cool. face yeah. is in that, but but it's it's really for more selfish reasons. But you know, when I do these episodes for, where I feature a, a bartender or artist mm -hmm. or whatever it is, you know, I really try to focus on them. Yeah. No, that, that's interesting. I, well, I I think also it's just that, you know, you have a totally different show than uh, the, the, the stuff I focus on or whatever. Sure. And, and it's like, um, but also you have a, a different brand and you're, you, Adrian, you're a part of that brand. Your face is a part of that. Like you're part of the some of the stuff that you do with live shows. I understand shows that now, yeah. And, yeah. and with your, the, the, the tiki bar that we're in at the moment that... Uh, our audience can't see, but uh, that I've, I've probably seen before. And it's like, you know, for, for me, it, that wasn't something that I was, uh, I was trying to do. I, I was also trying to keep it a little impersonal, although, you know, it, you, you can't help but like, you know, that authorship is gonna be part of that, you know. Um, I love the, the, again, how in depth you research your topic. So if you're gonna do a cocktail, mm -hmm. And a lot of the cocktails are really kind of obscure drinks. Uh -huh. They're not drinks that like let's let's talk about the mai tai or let's talk about although and they're not all tiki drinks. Right, exactly. They're drinks that I've never heard of. Right. <laughs> so, and then you like find, an old fashioned yeah. margarita. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then you find the, all the research behind this drink, and I think like wow, like how long did it take for him to? make this episode because yeah. of all the research involved. But that's the thing is like sometimes it, it did take a lot of messing around. Um, and some of it is like, I was going down the path of doing a drink and then never got to it. Cause it was like, I would run into this dead end or like, you know, um, and perhaps we'll get into this later on uh, when, whenever Alex and I do some of the stuff with uh, Donna Tiki, but like it's the same process where it's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that is completely unknown, and then you have to kind of like dig through records and, and yeah. dig through a lot of stuff, try and find. 
Because there's a lot of places it's like those where it's genealogy like shows, to, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and, and it is it is sort of you know the opposite of or, or, or essentially the same principle that you're talking about. Like your grandfather or your great grandfather or whatever it was, where you just have you don't even know who that is. Yeah. You know, you don't have a name, you don't yeah, even have yeah. a face, you don't have anything. Um, and it's because you know, of course, of course, like you know, everything now is recorded and, and things are are different in that. Yeah, sense. it's a different world. And there, like to take a photograph and whatever else, it was it was a, a much bigger deal yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. several generations ago. Um, but but in the same sense, you know, even sort of recent history uh, of, of you know the past 30, 40 years, or whatever, like certain drinks, or whatever, like unless it was post, let's say two thousand nine, which is kind of like the cocktail revolution, quote unquote, uh, coming back. Um, before that, like with the like the Cosmopolitan, for instance, like the amount of uh, sort of uh, myth. And misinformation, and, and just like all kinds of different stuff. That even for something so recent that was you know created, I think, well, perhaps in the eighties, um, uh, it's very, 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 very hard to pin down sort of where it, it came from. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so, so then you take that even further back. Um, uh, drinks like the El Diablo, for instance. That was something that, you know, it started appearing on Trader Vic menus in the 70s. Uh, but there was a, and, and it's a tequila drink, right? It was, he would call it the Mexican El Diablo. Oh, interesting. A tequila drink on a Trader Vic's menu. Yeah. And, and Vic was interesting because, you know, unlike uh, the world of Don drinks, which were almost exclusively rum-based, you know, Partially for economic reasons, and partially because right, you know right. he he also kind of like loved and mixed those spirits and, and and did a lot of stuff in that realm. You know, Vic would kind of venture out. You know, he he had whiskey drinks and gin right, drinks right. and and all kinds of stuff, and he had kind of different spirits in his in his world. And anyway, Mexican El Diablo kind of started appearing in the seventies. Uh, you know, they they talked about how like oh you know maybe it was because he had a senior Something. He had senior Pacos. Senior Picos. Senior Picos. Senior Picos. Senior Picos. Yeah. It, it like a, <clears throat> you know, uh, Mexican food restaurant, uh, and it was like, okay, you know, was there some sort of connection there? And then like, as it turns out, you know, in 1940 there was uh, this uh, Puerto Rican rum brand called Ron, Ron Rico, right? Uh, that had a book that had that drink in it. There was the exact same specs, but with rum. Mm -hmm. Right, and then the question was like, you know, who, where did this come from? Who, who was behind the drinks that were Ron Rico was putting out? A, a brand will often, you know, pair with a bartender or somebody like that. Um, anyway, I, I went down a huge rabbit hole of, <laughs> of trying to right. investigate that. Right. Uh, you know, and, and at a certain point, you kind of run out of leads, and it's like, you know, it's, it's very, very, very hard to pin down, especially if it's something like. In this instance, it's a brand hiring someone who's going to be anonymous, you know. And you know, my operating theory was either it was w one of sort of Don's Filipino bartenders, or Don himself, maybe, given where he was uh, in 1940-ish, mm -hmm. uh, essentially getting divorced and being mm -hmm. taken out of the business. Um, that part of it, 
and you also look at some of the other drinks they had they had on there. They were all like Don the Beachcomber drinks, which kind of steers you in the direction of that anyway. But anyway, the, the point of that whole rambling story was that like, you know, there's a, there's a certain point where the, the trail's going to run cold or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, unless, you know, you uncover something new or, you know, someone has an attic that, uh, you know, gets exposed to the light of day, uh, you're, you're not, you're not going to know these things yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and this then, is kind of like the Don stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. When you're researching Don, Don Beach, like all, all these avenues that you're going back in time trying to find out yeah. the origin of something or the yeah. real story. Of, and Don and Vic are both people you really can't trust their story uh, yeah. yep. because both of them are <laughs> liars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and, they're, they're good of, marketeers. They're, yeah, they're liars. Yeah. Yeah. They're really That's good. That's one at, way to put it. Yeah, yeah right. right. Telling the story the way they want it to be right. told. Right. Um, I but I, I I think what I appreciate most about your your channel, Jeremy, is that you're not afraid to go down these paths. That well, maybe you are afraid, uh, <laughs> but but you do it anyway. Of these paths that are so far away from cocktails, but uh-huh. it's all gonna come back. Right. Right. Um, I, well, I think uh, the, the way I found out that you were that you were uh, distinguished spirits is uh-huh. you, you were like, hey, I, you knew that I was working on this documentary. You yeah. weren't working on it yet. And you were like, hey, I have this video I'm working on, but I'm, I don't know. I, th- I think maybe I'm going off on a tangent here. Can you watch oh, it? Right, Give yeah. me your opinion. And it was this, this whole history of the zombie. But then you start going into the mythology of zombies right. and the Haitian zombies and then like, and then Night of the Living Dead with George how, how Romero. And it, took it over. And, yeah, yeah, and then... <laughs> and you knew him already. But I you knew didn't him, know that had, that was him. I didn't know that right. he... And then I watched him. And I, was like, oh, I was like, Jeremy, you're Distinguished Spirits? I follow your channel. <laughs> That's great, yeah. man. That's fucking great. I was like, I didn't know this was you, but that makes sense. It's totally your voice. Yeah. And then... Um, but... And I was probably the worst person to show it to because I love zombies and Don and Don the Beachcomber and I love yeah. George Romero and movie zombies is like no this is all fascinating people are gonna love it um, but I mean I think you cut it down a little bit but you still yeah. kept most of that stuff in there and it's a really good episode yeah thank you no this is for the Aku Aku zombie I think is what that was so I, I did one on the 1934 zombie or yeah whatever year it was invented yeah 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 <laughs> and then um, uh, did another one for the what, what you know, it's kind of known as the Akko Akko zombie. The and voice, dude. It's the the voice, man. I can't get over the voice. <laughs> do you do you ever see in the comments like how many people comment on your voice? Uh, yes. I mean, I I do. <laughs> and it's not respond to a bunch of. It's them, not but. ASMR right now because you yeah. have a you put on a different voice when you narrate. Well, it, it, it is different too. It's like you know, a, kind of a conversational voice where I'm kind of projecting to you guys. But like, I also find that you know, you know, either on the phone or sometimes, you know, when it's just you and the mic, and the mic is you know right, a, right, an inch from right. your face. You know you take on there. There it is. Way. There it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's more intimate. It's in your ear. It's that whole thing. All right, for our listeners out there, go check out Distinguished Spirits <laughs> and listen to the voice, <laughs> and let me know in the comments below what you guys think of the voice. Yeah. Have you ever uh, done any kind of voice acting with that, or have you ever done no, any? No, no. I so you know. It's funny, so... No, no, like, gig work or anything? No. My uh, brother's a voice actor. Oh, is he really? He's got a very sort of similar voice. My dad has a similar voice. Our, uh, but my you know uncle I, has a similar voice. What I found with voice actors is they 
can manipulate their voice to mm -hmm. sound many different ways. And it's the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, if, um, so part of it is not, okay, it's like there's the voice itself and, and you know, uh, in, in our case, it's just kind of a genetic thing. Uh, but I think there's also this, the either willingness or, or desire to want to be an actor. Right, right, right. And right. that part of it is not right. something I have. Um, yeah, I'm definitely a behind-the-scenes uh, yeah. type of uh, film. Yeah, obviously, like kind of no thing. face on your videos. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. I always think that with artists out there, like Michael Jackson or Taylor Swift or fill in the mm -hmm. blank, right? You not only have to have the God-given talent, but you also have to have the desire to be in front of people and to yeah. be, you know, adored and to live that kind of lifestyle. It's not an easy lifestyle, right? One of my favorite comics was Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. And I loved his style of humor. But, but did you know he had stage fright? No. He did not like being in front of a crowd of people, so he would close his eyes when he would say his routine, or he would look, <laughs> at, the, he would look at the ground when he would say his routine. And he's fucking hilarious, yeah. right? But the two don't match, right? The guy is... He's, he's funny and he loves to make people laugh, but he has stage fright and he doesn't like being in front of a crowd of people, right? Yeah. So all those things have to line up, right? Well, and, and when you're talking about pop stars too, there's also like, you know, a, a photogenic part of it as well. I oh, mean, there's that, yeah. You know, because it's like not about the voice or the singing. Like, who was the, who was the woman in the early 2000s who was like on one of those uh, America's Got Talent or one of those things where it was like, you know, she uh, she looked like you know somebody's aunt or whatever or uh, oh you know, yeah like grandma but like she had an amazing amazing voice yeah she was a Britain's Got Talent Britain, or something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, it's a, it's a situation like that where it's you know two yeah. where it's like there's yeah. a combination yeah. there's all kinds of yeah. different factors there yeah or or you know you get the people who are not quite as talented vocally or whatever but then they will also uh, you know be great dancers or whatever right. it is you know right and a, you know occasionally the stars align and you get uh, a Michael Jackson or whatever it is. Right, you know, right. Who can do all, all, all the above. Yeah, um, I, you know, it's uh, it's something where I certainly didn't think about it uh, for myself or have that kind of self-reflection or whatever. It's just the voice I've always had. And like then, you know, you, you do the channel and you get the comments and stuff like that. And, <laughs> you know, so, sometimes it's it's... Uh, praise and sometimes it's like you know rude comments about oh it, yeah uh, yeah else but uh, yeah, you know yeah. that whole thing yeah yeah that's that's a whole other thing right the comment section on YouTube so, <laughs> yeah. yeah never read the comments never read well I I do because I get the alerts <laughs> and I'll tell you man like I'm all about the positivity so like in yeah. my Facebook I don't post anything negative I don't post post anything like political or religious or anything like that and if when people start getting into it like. You know, I think to myself, you guys look like idiots. You're arguing on the internet. Yeah. That, that's one of the most idiotic you're, you're things. You're also to saying me. things you wouldn't say if you were in right, person. Right, right, right. So, so I only yeah. post positive things on my social yeah. media, and I expect the same on my YouTube. So when I see any kind of negativity, it goes. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the nice thing about YouTube. I guess you can kind of, you know, curate that a little bit yeah. and kind of, you know, steer it into the direction yeah. of like, let's yeah. let's stay positive here, folks. I got that from my buddy Justin Scard. Do you mm -hmm. know who Justin Scard is? Mm -hmm. Random Land. So like. 
Justin said, yeah, I have somebody who all they do is monitor my comments. Or, and if there's anything negative in there, they just delete it all. He's like, I pay somebody to delete yeah. it so I don't have to see it. <laughs> yeah. And I said, great. You yeah. know, and he's like, yeah, he's like, because it will affect the way that I do my content. And like, I do my content the way I do my content. So if I don't see it, then I'll continue to do things yeah. the way that I want to do things. And the people that appreciate that will appreciate that. And so, yeah, so I, I took a page from him. So, I mean, it, it, in some sense, it is good uh, getting some feedback and whatever. I mean, just like, you know, uh, well, for, for, for me, like... Constructive feedback. Sure, sure. I, I, and what I mean is just like, you know, trend-wise and, you know, seeing views and whatever, like or like things that, that people get excited about or whatever. Sure. Like, you know, um, you know, I had a lot of uh, sort of stirred drinks and martinis and that whole world. Um, you know, audience... Uh, was clamoring for more tiki stuff, and I kind of dove more into that world that you know I, I didn't know much about when I first uh, started uh, started the channel for sure. What well, year did you start it? I don't know, twenty fourteen, something like that. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a great channel. Oh, thank you. It's a great channel. So, is there any way we could talk you into making us another drink? Yeah. Yeah, you, since you, we have, you bent my arm. Oh, since we stop, have, stop, Adrian, stop! Right. <laughs> since we have distinguished <laughs> spirits in yeah. the house, right? Uh, this is a treat for us, right? Distinguished spirits inside the Desert Oasis room. Someone that I've been following for their cocktail expertise for years is standing behind my bar right now. Yeah. And well, so, so our conversation has sort of naturally turned uh, into a, a kind of a segue for this drink. We were talking about the Aku Aku Zombie. Uh, the build for this one that I'm about to do for you is uh, essentially copy and paste the build of the Aqua Kasambi. Um, but all the sort of, or a lot of the component parts are different. So are we having two zombies today? <laughs> is that what <laughs> you're of. saying? Uh, th 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 <laughs> we're still under the limit. Yeah. We're, we're on the limit. We're good. We're fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're I, and, any and, rules. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's no 151 so far, so oh, you, okay, you, you good, haven't good, good. Uh, broken that seal. Um, but it's... Um, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Yeah. You know, when I was young, I used to be like, oh, my God, that Everclear. Everclear is a 75% alcohol. Oh, my God, it'll get you so fucked up yeah. when I was younger, right? And then as an adult, there's like 151 in everything I'm drinking, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether yeah. it's floated, burned off, mixed in. Like right, say. right. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, go yeah, ahead. Tell I mean, us it's, more. It, it's, and especially with, like, the zombie or whatever, it's just mixed in. So it's like. It, yeah. It's just <laughs> it's part like, of the drink. Yeah. Or, or what is it, like, usually an ounce and a half? Ugh. Everyone's yelling at me now. <laughs> you idiot! You don't know anything. You're so stupid. Um, but uh, what I appreciated, as someone who was you know making drinks for other people, guests, and friends and family and things like that, uh, is that the Aku Aku Zombie. You don't have to remember. Is it an ounce of one fifty one and an ounce and a half of Jamaican rum? No, it's a three quarter ounce quarter of everything. Of everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, all the way down the line until you get to the zombie mix, and then it's just a quarter teaspoon. Uh, and and that's what this was uh, in terms of built, but it's also taking from the Trader Vic model of, you know what, we're not going to do any rum, we're going to do something a little different, and uh, you know take it down that path. So this doesn't, uh, I haven't landed on a name for this, but uh, it. Was kind of inspired by uh, you know at one point uh, Alex came on my movie podcast 
uh, called the Grindhouse Institute, and we talked about uh, we talked about you know the, the movies that inspired Indiana Jones. So you know, just like with Star Wars and everything else, George Lucas you know was borrowing from all these different places. And uh, and with this one, there was there was uh, both a Steve McQueen movie and a Charlton Heston movie that you know he yeah. kind of like borrowed heavily from to make the first Indiana Jones. Uh, and and the the Charlton Heston one was called Secret of the Incas. And it's I'm this... gonna have to listen to this podcast. I didn't <laughs> I didn't know that this was out there. Yeah, it's out there, baby. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, what's the name of the podcast? Uh, the Grindhouse Institute. The Grindhouse Institute. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna look that up. And this Charlton Heston movie is I didn't know it existed until I went on the podcast and Jeremy gave me my homework of things <laughs> I had to watch. And he's wearing Indiana Jones's wardrobe. It's like exactly it's, copy it's and paste. The exact like the leather jacket, the fedora. Okay. The, he doesn't have a whip. A holster. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, Alex and I talked about starting a movie-related podcast uh-huh. called Adrian Goes to Film School. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to that because like all this stuff, I don't know this stuff. That's it all fascinates me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's it's a lot of fun. It, Especially that episode, and then you know, you you came on and did another one. We were we were talking about Don in the very early days before yeah. uh, the Kickstarter had uh, had launched, um, and and did another one there. But you know, uh, you you wouldn't guess it from this episode because he's been so fucking quiet. But Alex is really funny and fun to be around. Yeah, this is the quietest that, I've episodes. ever heard. No, like, I just, yeah. I'm I'm learning. Okay, about shut up, Alex. Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Now he talks. I don't know, Jeremy's <laughs> now we can't shut him up. No, I, I'm just joking. But the it, it was um, we, we watched this movie called Secret, Secret of the Incas on there. Every once in a while, we poke him with a chopstick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he, he's been napping the whole time. Um, it's it just that you know the desert oasis is so uh, comfortable. You got the lounge uh, chairs right, back here right, and everything. Right. Um, but anyways, Secret of the Incas is a movie that was in the 50s, uh, very, very much inspired uh, Indiana Jones. And in that movie, you know, just like Indiana Jones, they're kind of flying from different places, whatever that they go from, I think it was like, it was like Peru and Bolivia and... Um, you know, which back then, it's exotic still today, but back then that was really exotic, right? Yeah. Airfare was, a, was, a big deal. was not like, or or or... That passenger also, flight was Secret not. Secret of the Ink is. I mean, I. Everyone should go back and listen to this episode of. <laughs> uh, watch, I'm going to yeah, Gr- uh, Grindhouse right? uh, of Grindhouse Institute, but Secret of the Ink is also was kind of the. I don't know if it was the premiere of this Exotica song or if it yes, was right. Right it, yeah, of. Uh, yeah. It's of, the Exotica song. Ima Sumac. In, yes. Yeah. Oh. The same. The same song that's in uh, Big Lebowski. That's like uh, I think the first oh, time I ever heard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was an Ima Sumac song? Ima Sumac, yeah. Oh. And, and, and she performs it. it twice in the movie, like yeah. the opening credits, and then later <laughs> she sings it on camera. How yeah. come I don't remember that? You know, I, I'm not someone the, who enjoyed that one, movie. A lot of people love Big Lebowski. No, but oh. she was in Secret of the Incas. That's where she performs it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and, and this, I, I don't know. It was just in the Big Lebowski. It's it in the, the Big, Big Lebowski, Lebowski okay. when they go to Secret check the, the tree Incas is not, well, at least I haven't looked recently, but it, it had... It hasn't been streaming anywhere that I'm aware of. Yeah, uh, they, they just released. I had a oh, Big Lebowski is back on Netflix right now. Sorry, Secret, Secret of the Incas. Secret of the Incas. Sorry, the, the 1950s. I wasn't yeah. I'm concentrating on this <laughs> donut right uh, now. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, 
Everyone's like, there's more donut. things I hate about the Big Lebowski. <laughs> there's donuts in front of me right now. Why is he drinking the worst drink in the world? <laughs> Actually, I kind of like a white Russian. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I don't hate yeah, about right, it. Right. There's a couple things. Right was the drink. There's a couple things that are funny, but yeah. the most part, for the most part, just like I don't get it. What's what? Why does everybody love this movie? <laughs> Yeah, this is the part we're gonna have to censor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, hold him down. Hold him yeah. down. <laughs> All right. Um, but um, the idea was that it went to several sort of South American countries, and I got. Uh, oh, that's what it was. It was, I think it was Mexico, Peru, and Bolivia, mm-hmm. and I got spirits from all three countries, and we'll start with that right now. Mm. So we got. Mexican spirit, mezcal. So oh, nice! All tequilas are are uh, are mezcal. No, mezcal is a tequila, but not all tequilas not, are that's mezcal. That's right. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you no, go. yeah, mezcal a tequila. Mezcal is the over. Oh, oh it is. Overriding, mes- yeah, tequila is a mezcal. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, it's the other way very, around. It's a very specific type of mezcal. Yes. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, but uh, all right, here come the comments. Yeah. <laughs> You idiots! <laughs> you want us to watch his channel? <laughs> Don't know anything. Um, yeah, and so we've got this uh, mezcal. Most people kind of associate mezcals with them being very smoky. Uh, yeah. Part of the reason for that is that you know we here in America, you know, were very recently sort of reintroduced to the spirit mm-hmm. uh, category. Uh, that's not tequila, right? Uh, and this isn't the Breaking Bad brand. This isn't the Breaking yeah. Bad brand, which is quite expensive for what it is. Well, it's um, got celebrity. Can I open this? I want to yeah, go, go ahead. By the way, did you know that the process of mezcal came from the Philippines when the Filipinos were doing trading with Mexico? I heard that it was the Spanish, but I guess the Spanish uh, via the Philippines. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When Philippines would do trading with Mexico. Um, and it's all over the internet if you Google that, like, mm-hmm. you know. And if you were to go to Mexico and do mezcal tours, some of them will actually tell you that on the tour that it was the Filipino immigrants that there, oh, there were some that, that, when they were doing trading, some of them would immigrate there and they actually taught them how to do that style of distillation. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, uh, like I said, I, I only had kind of a vague awareness of like, okay, well, distillation coming to what is now Mexico, I mean, being sort of Spanish influence, but it is interesting to hear that, well, maybe it was uh, Spanish influence via the Philippines. Yeah, that would yeah. make sense. <laughs> 500 years of the Spanish influence on the Philippines, and then the Filipinos coming well, to influence the Mexicans. The Filipinos would ferment um, pineapple leaves, mm. and... Um, is it pineapple leaves or yeah? It's, I want to say it's pineapple leaves, and I'm going to be corrected if I'm wrong. But um, you idiot. <laughs> right? there's all kinds of misinformation on yeah. this episode. <laughs> this is a well-researched right, episode, right. and it's called Lambanog. So Lambanog uh-huh. is uh, it's it's also the, the same way that they distill Lambanog is the way that they distill mezcal. Like it just that. uses a different base, from That's what I understand. Yeah, I, I, where I thought you were going was that, like, okay, it's something that, you know, I'm more familiar with with just tapache mm. was, like, maybe uh, a Filipino That's, that's not the which same. Which is, like, yeah. it's, it's 
it's fermented, but it's not distilled. But then maybe I have some Lambadon too if you smoke. want to try it. Yeah, I have totally. a couple different brands. Um, but anyway, so, so this brand in particular, and th there are several brands that do this or, or, or expressions of, of uh, mezcal that are like this. But this one is not smoky. Oh, it's um, not. Can I smell it? Did yeah. you open it already? I did. Yeah, yeah, it smells a little smoky to me, but it, I, I haven't tasted it yet. Yeah, but the, the way that you know we were kind of reintroduced in the in the states to uh, to mezcal was uh, it smells uh, like mezcal, just not as no. It doesn't smoky. punch you in the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very like sort of vegetal. Yeah, you know, but it still smells like green. mezcal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I think we were introduced a lot through like Vita, uh, which is. Um, that brand, I'm forgetting the name of it uh, off the top of my head, um, but you know, the, the, their sort of like base label was very, very smoky, and so everyone had this impression, same way that people have impressions of like scotch as being, oh, scotch is smoky, right? But it's peaty. Not always. Yeah. That's the thing. And it's like, so some expressions are, and some aren't. And so isn't this is a peaty scotch specifically Irish? Uh, Scottish. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, all scotch is Scottish. Has to be Scottish, right? Oh, hence the name. Yeah, I'm dumb like that. You know, like <laughs> idiot. You know, you know how old I was when I learned that what Doobie Brothers meant. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I was like in my 40s, like yeah. oh, like a light came on. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> Your audience is like, what the fuck is a Doobie Brother? <laughs> I know, right? Um, so, first stop, we got Mexico. Second stop, we're here in Peru, and we've got. What else? Pisco, right? Oh, Pisco. Yeah. So Pisco is a is a brandy, which means it's sort of it's distilled from grapes. Uh, this is distilled. The, the, I never the mezcal knew that. is from agave, and then this is from grapes. You know, rum. It's from sugar cane. Um, and, I don't know anything uh, about Pisco. Yeah. So give that a smell. Other so than I've Pisco sour. I'm yeah, sure you've I've, heard I've of. enjoyed yeah. Pisco sours, but. Interesting. No. Um, and it, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of sweet. It's, you know, uh, fruity and complex. Um, and then we've got the Bolivian spirit, Sangani, which is, is you know, uh, shares roots with Pisco. Uh, but because of where they grow the grapes. Right. In Bolivia, it's a much higher elevation, which means the skin of the grape gets a lot thicker, which means uh, that the concentration of the flavor, like the sort of floral flavors and all that kind of stuff, is a lot higher. And it's it's like it's almost like pisco um, um, concentrate. Yeah, it, it's, it's the bouillon of, of pisco. Oh, interesting. And it, you can kind of smell the difference of that one too. This is the. This is like Singani. the concentrate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Singani. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. I've never smelled that before. That's, yeah. <laughs> a, that's a different that's a different flavor. Yeah. So that one's well. Um, and right. then you know, I'm popping this light on real quick so I can get a photo. Oh sure. Yeah. Go ahead. And then we've got Fresh lime juice, fresh orange juice. Those limes came from my lime tree, by the way. Oh, perfect. So I planted this thing like 10 years ago, and 
it just kept growing, but with no limes. Yeah. yeah. And in the past maybe six months, it sprouted limes. Great job. I know, right? Congratulations. Now, I, I just I needed to fertilize year, I got it. Homemade light yeah. Mai Tai becomes a different uh, yeah. a different thing. This wow. year I got like 26 limes. I've never, I've, the most I've ever gotten <laughs> is like two in a season. Listen to this guy. And how yeah. long have you been living in that house? Well, no, I brought this to my months. last apartment. Oh, well, good. I, I had it, in, I had it. I planted, in, I've, I've lived, I'm living in this house. I'm coming on year 14. I planted this wow. thing yeah. like on year three. And I'm finally getting limes. There's three on there right yeah, now. Yeah, but I've talked to you on the phone, and you're like, "Well, do I have to water it like all the time?" And I'm well, like, I "Yeah." Have a, so I think maybe I have a like sprinkler now you're there. Just, you're, you're and I needed to fertilize it, it. Yeah. But I I didn't. The limes finally come through, and I asked my landscaper, my gardener guy, like, "Hey, what's the deal with my lime tree?" And he's like, "Oh, it takes a long time. Just be patient." And I'm like. Ten years long, like <laughs> or ten, years, right? ten years, dude. Yeah. And it's bigger now. I mean, like for a long time, for many years, it was the same size. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now it's finally bigger. Maybe it's gotten accustomed to where it is. Yeah. And fruits are coming out now. That's great. So, and I picked up a few off the ground, and I plucked a few off the branches, and washed them, and great. juiced them, and I told Steph, "Hey, look at this. Look at this lime." And she's like, "Oh, this is nice. Where'd you get this? Like, because you know, usually." I, yeah. Go out and buy it, right? Mm. And I said, that's from our tree. And she's like, are you serious? Game changer. She's like, yeah. yeah. I told him, like, oh, my God. we got to throw some mint in the ground, and now we can make Mai Tais. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I wouldn't just throw it in the ground, though. Maybe, like, in a pot or something. Well, I did. That's very so invasive. I, I, so I have a story yeah. about that. I did have it in a terracotta pot, and it was doing great until the roots started to choke itself out because they, they're very surface level roots, right? So I tried pruning and all that wasn't working. So I took whatever sprig was left and I pulled it out by the root and I brought it out to the front where there's a planter with a sprinkler head. <laughs> oh my God, it loved that planter with the sprinkler head and it just grew like crazy. Yeah. Wow. And after about three weeks, I started to freak out because it's it's only like three else. feet away from my grass, right? <laughs> and I just didn't want to take over everything else. So I uprooted all of it. And then I tried putting it back in the pot, and I got the same success in the pot as, yeah. I, you know, as I did before. So now back there, that's away what? from my grass. Mm. So I'm going to put it back there. So the what, same. what someone was telling me once is that, like, you kind of you want to dig out the space for it, have, like, a one of those metal planters that, you know, it's fairly large size and then stick it there because then it'll allow yeah, it to grow roots, but not get into the rest of your stuff. The roots are not their surface. They don't grow deep. Yeah. But if they grow over that barrier, right? Right. They'll keep on going. But back there, there's really there's I mean like that's where my my lime tree is. Will it choke out my lime tree? You think? You got me. You have to talk to your uh, your landscaper, your your arbalist. Yeah. Right. The guy told you to be patient. Yeah. Right, right. For 10 years. 10-year ten, ten yeah. patience. Yeah. He's like, be when it's patient, out of control. I'm going to find a new job real quick. <laughs> when it's out of control, I'll be like, dude, look, look what happened. He's going to be shaking his yeah, head. Like, like, dude, I told you to be patient. Right? <laughs> Not that patient. Yeah. All right. So, so zombie number two. So we got this. We got uh, citrus. And we've got cinnamon syrup, something that uh, clearly I'm obsessed with. It's probably in all of my drinks, uh, apparently. We've had it in the... The uh, old-fashioned zombie, which was uh, something we recorded before the podcast, um, and uh, it's, it's made an appearance in several other original creations. And actually, if you can grab that, I think yeah. there's a little uh, syrup what? container in that bag there. 
Okay. You see that glass bottle? And it's Don Spices. Don Spices number, number two. two. Does anybody remember what that is? Uh, Don Spices. Yeah. Uh, number two. I knew what it was, but I don't, I don't remember at one point the top in time of my head. You probably knew, yeah. Give that a yeah, let me, oh, let me whiff. Small this. Number one is what the two part cinnamon, one part grapefruit. That's Don's no, that's Don's mix. Don's mix. Spices number two. It smells like, it smells like. Um, It smells like uh, like a cinnamon roll, uh -huh. kind yep. of. Is it cinnamon? It's not. It's allspice liqueur and uh, vanilla syrup. Allspice and vanilla. Yeah. Um, and that was, uh, or at least this is all according to Jeff Barry's version of uh, whatever this thing is. So that's what we're going off of today. Yeah. And then I've got chuncho bitters, which are these Peruvian bitters, which um, it's... The one you'd use if you're trying to make the old-fashioned version of the pisco sour. Of okay. It's similar, kind of in, in the realm of. Um, Did you of make Angostura. those bitters? No, no. Okay. You can buy these. Okay, but you just you just decanted it. You just decanted it. it. The, the bottle that came in the the dasher top broke yeah. off. Okay. A while ago, so I had a. Okay. You could have lied and told me you made it. Yeah, no, no, I, I made it. I would have believed you. Yeah, I went and peeled the bark of a Peruvian tree and uh, right, right, and macerated it, all kinds of stuff. So, okay, let's uh, let's get rocking and rolling here. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be big enough to make three drinks, but we're going to find That's out. That's okay. Gonna, they don't have to be three full drinks. Make two, and then we could just get three quarters each or something. Yeah, let's you do know. That. Oof, so let me get a towel. Um, I have other jiggers in there too. If you you know. Towards the back. If, if I want to dig? Towards the back, towards the top. No, that's fine. I'll just gonna okay. wipe this one out a little bit. Um, but what's funny is, so, I made it in the recipe or the, or the parameters of the Aku Aku Zombie, like the measurements, uh, by just kind of replacing everything. And then it was like, I think it was lime and and uh, grapefruit juice, but lime and orange juice. Uh, because it felt like, you know, the, the sweeter part of it would kind of pair w better with these spirits. Uh, and then I find out after I made it, you know, and I just happened to have um, a little bit of vanilla syrup and, and allspice in a, in a dasher. Um, but uh, after I made it, I found out, oh shit, it's almost the exact same build but with different spirits as the Nui Nui which is a Don oh, drink. love the Nui Nui. Which is also uses Don Spices. Okay. Or, okay. yep, number two. So there you go. Um, okay, so let's do this one. Is all right, that out here we go. Appreciate all the preparation, by the way. Yeah. Of all the syrups and bitters and and uh, thank you for other harvesting your other lime mixes. tree. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So again, for me, this is a treat because, as a longtime subscriber <laughs> of to the voice, <laughs> just to the voice, yeah. To the voice. Can you throw that out for me, Alex? Thank you. 
so part of the reason I also picked this one is just that, you know, it had all these uh, tie-ins, but, you know, it was also kind of easy to, to build it up to sit there and like, wait, why was it this? Right, or right, right. Half an ounce of right. that. Right, easy to remember recipe. Yeah, exactly. By the way, how's your cat, Alex? <laughs> cat? Yeah. Mr. What was his uh, name? Smudge. 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 My neighbor's cat. Wow. But yeah. Mr. Bigglesworth. Technicalities. Yeah. Yeah. Technicalities <laughs> aside, right? Smudge is doing great. He was on patrol last night. Some chased something. Is he bringing you mice yet? No. No. no? He, he just scares them away. Oh. Like, yeah. He's he's a very humane cat. Or okay. he's about at his job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have uh, like a teaspoon measure or like maybe a half teaspoon? Um, I can go get a teaspoon. That'd be great. Or maybe I'll just uh, you want to use, I'll, I'll just wing use it. What about, about if you just use the bar spoon? Yeah. We'll just. Uh, but not the skull not one. Not the one with the not, holes not the in it. Not the skull one. There you go. We'll just. Uh, we'll pretend like this is the exact measurement. There you go. We'll, we'll find out if this is any good or not. Who knows? I think it will be. I'm sure it, it smells will be. good. So you don't have a name for this yet. Oh, I, I haven't landed on a name. I, I was thinking of it as the um, the. Uh, and this is a zombie riff. Sorry, this it was based on the sort of formula of the Aku Aku Zombie, which is you know it's like three quarter, three quarter, three quarter, three quarter, three quarter, gotcha, all the way but down. But it's its own thing. Uh, but it was kind of also inspired by uh, Secret of the Incas. Okay. And in that movie, like the thing there. They're trying to find that the sort of Ark of the Covenant mm -hmm. that they're trying to find there is this Incan sunburst that uh, was like, you know, <laughs> buried and he had to put, uh, you know, have, have the sunlight come through. Also, uh, oh, in, like Indiana Jones. Yeah, well, Indiana Jones. Jones the exact man. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch this movie. 1954. 54. And Did someone the, make a scale model too, where you uh, had to shine the light through it? Shine yeah, the light yeah. According to the at least the production designer or whatever, they had to watch the whole crew had to watch this movie before they made Indiana Jones. Right? Oh, really? I think that was part of one of the things. Well, there was a, uh, a if I remember correctly. Here. I mean, it was a few years ago when we did this podcast. Yeah. But there is there there's like this big gold circular like wall in the temple in Secret of the Incas. And in the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he's going to get that idol with the bag of sand and stuff, uh, it looks like they replicated it, and it's like in that room, like it was like an Easter egg or something oh, that they did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or they just ripped it off and hoped that no one would notice. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it was, that it was, was probably just, more was, likely, yeah. And then if they got caught, they could say, oh, that was an yeah. Easter egg. Yeah. Well, it was too similar, and like, Can nobody I would... Can I with uh, ice, please? Uh, yes. Nobody would, it, it wasn't enough of, like, it didn't need to be there. How there much was no reason for it to be there? Uh, you know, maybe three quarters. Okay. We'll get ice going. Okay, I'm going to shake. Yeah, so yeah, go for it. You're not going to be able to hear us. Hopefully it doesn't break. Oh, no! <laughs> okay. All right. Wonderful. Here we go. So, Secret of the Incas. I need to find us. So, okay. I got a question. Yeah. This is a spoiler alert question. Is there a secret 
that is revealed, or is that just the name of the movie? I think the secret of the Incas is the, the treasure. It is the is, treasure, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. And, and that was like, you know, it was one character who's very excited to be able to sell this thing. For Fortune and glory. <laughs> Fortune, Fortune and glory, glory man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So we've got, uh, we've got these guys going. I've got your lid over here. Okay. Close the, with the ice. All right, better. here we go. Should yeah. I top these off with ice? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's, let's, let's do get that. our fill line of the yeah, yeah. spot. All right, let me get a photo of these beautiful, beautiful yeah. drinks. If we had some mint or something, we could do that. I don't have mint, uh, but we can, we'll, we'll do we can a throw a bunch instead. of stupid stuff in there. Yeah. I have a bunch of fun stuff back there. I have oh, race I like flags. This. I have. I have crawfish. I have tentacles. I have yeah. I have umbrellas. Oh, there. That's fine. Dehydrated limes. Here? Yeah, let's do that. You want to drop those in there? Let's do that. We instead. could float those. We'll, we'll make it classy instead of. Uh, there we go. Pardon the fingers. We're all friends. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Or that's what he said, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, it works either way. It works both know? ways. Yeah. It works both ways. Thank you, sir. All, All right. On. To the secret of the Incas. Secret, secret of the, of the Incas. Incan Inca sun god. Sunburst. Sunburst. Like sun kiss. Sunburst. Yeah, that's good. I could taste that mezcal. Yeah, I love great. it. I love the. Um, I love the citrusy aspect of this, how it tempers that mezcal down. It, it really balances it out. That's good. You know, I'm, I'm so lucky I have like such talented friends <laughs> and, and all you. kinds of Glad stuff, like not it. just like with the cocktails, but like, you know, with you guys and all the stuff that you guys do. I always feel like I'm just some guy, you know, like your channel, Jeremy's channel, you, Alex's movie. Yeah, well, my channel is just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you're Tiki royalty. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no we'll, we'll, let's not use that around here. <laughs> yeah, this is an anti-royal place. Right, right, okay. right. Adrian's of the people. Of the people. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. I'm glad you like it. You know, the thing about mezcal is that sometimes it's hard to work with because it can really overpower a drink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's got a very strong flavor. But this mezcal, like you said, is not as strongly smoked mm -hmm. in flavor, mm -hmm. I guess, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, it's still there, you know, it's still. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely also, more subtle in this one. It's yeah. more you're subtle, but still part of the drink. These two, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, like, these guys, the, the, the Singani and the, and the Pisco, <clears throat> are going to give it a little more of the floral and some of the... Because, you know, a lot of the mezcal, at least with this one, it's it's sort of very vegetal. It's, it's very... those heavy green, right. you know, deep earthy notes. Uh, and these ones, um, you know, have a little more fruitiness to them, a little more... definitely a little more floral. Yeah, it's, it's brighter than I thought it would be. Yeah, 100%. It's a lot brighter. Brighter is a good description for that. Love it. Well, I appreciate the cocktails and the banter. Yeah. 
Jeremy and Alex. We're at the one hour mark. Us here, yeah. So I think we're going to. You have about 15 minutes you can cut out. <laughs> all the stuff that Alex says, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like Alex doesn't. I, I, don't, I don't know why. You, I, don't know, I don't know why you thanked Alex. He wasn't even on the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna call it a day on this episode. But yeah. thanks for being part of the podcast. Thanks for bringing all this stuff to make these excellent cocktails. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. This yeah, a lot of fun. yeah. Always, always uh, welcome here inside the Desert Oasis room. Doors always thanks, open. Thanks, Adrian. So uh, for our listeners, if they want to follow you. Can we throw out all of your stuff out there? All the stuff? Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, if you want to look at uh, all the archives of, uh, of videos and, and uh, cocktail stuff, uh, that's Distinguished Spirits. It's on YouTube. Um, and, uh, you know, also on other social channels, but uh, not quite as active these days on Distinguished Spirits. Okay. Um, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it, it <laughs> ended up taking a lot of... Uh, a lot of time that uh, I no longer have to uh, to focus on it, um, and then you know if you want to watch, listen to uh, to Alex and I and uh, several other guests talk about movies and be very nerdy in that space, uh, <laughs> you know there's uh, there's the Grindhouse Institute. Uh, you can find that out there wherever you get podcasts. The Grindhouse Institute podcast, I love it. Let's also throw out the Don of Tiki for our friend Alex. Don with two ends. Yeah. Don with two ends. <laughs> the Don of Tiki. Yeah. We have the Instagram at the Don of Tiki, and uh, there's no YouTube for that, right? I don't so, think so. Yeah, no YouTube. Well, he our, doesn't know yet. Our, but our YouTube for that is is you. Is me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Adrian too. <laughs> Adrian, can you throw this up on your channel? There you go. There you go. So excited to see that when that comes out. And if you guys want to follow us. On our channels, you can follow us on Instagram at Polynesian Pop. We are on YouTube, youtube.com slash Polynesian Pop. And we do have a Patreon, so if you want to help support the show, we're at patreon.com slash Polynesian Pop. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, yeah. appreciate Thanks it. For cheers. Us. All so right, cheers, everybody. Cheers. And we will catch you on the next one. Cheers and aloha. 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 aloha.